0: In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So I was thinking about our incredible passage from the book of Romans. One particular word jumped out at me was the word but. And I had to chuckle It reminded me of a day... Uh, that I was uh, that I had when I was in college. One of those days that you never forget. Uh, it was a beautiful late October day in Winston-Salem. A friend of mine was coming into town later that day. We were going to go mountain biking. I did, did a lot of mountain biking. There. I was really looking forward to that. I um, was walking to class, stopped in the post office, and what do you know, a letter from my girlfriend. Uh, I, this, is a, this is a girl that I was really sure I was going to marry. She had said the same, um, but she was studying abroad uh, that semester. And, um, it, you know, I started to read it as I walked to class. It was a long letter. It had been written over several days. Uh, and I was reading about all the great things that she was learning and experiencing. But I wasn't able to finish the letter um, because I, I got to class. It was my economics class. And I was really looking forward to it because I was scheduled to get a test back that I was sure that I had aced. I heard somebody laugh. Um, well it turns out that uh, I got a 60 on that exam and, it, and, and an invitation to see the professor after class. By the time I got away I was late to meet my friend and so I was rushing on my bike to the place where I was supposed to meet him and I, I sort of wasn't thinking straight and I, I, I jumped to tried to jump a curb, and I wiped out right in front of a whole sorority that was gathered there on the lawn. I was scraped and I was embarrassed and I hustled on to meet uh, my friend. I put my bike up on the the rack of the car and we drove off to the trailhead with some other folks. I got my bike off the rack and I had a flat tire. So I I sent the rest of the guys on, I took one of the cars. Went back to my dorm room. But at least I had the second half of that letter to read. Got back to my dorm and read something like, you know, I really miss you a lot, but <laughs> there's this other guy I've met. It was not a really good day. <laughs> it started out good, but that's a powerful little word. But the thing about But, is it what you really want to say is always the thing that comes after it. Close, but no cigar. Thanks, but no thanks. It was a a day that started out good, but things went downhill fast. What matters is the final word. The thing that comes after, but... And we often use the thing that comes before but to give ourselves permission to say the thing that we really want to say after. I love you, but you're driving me crazy. I'm sorry about those things that I said, but you just make me so mad. Now, it can can work the other way, too. You can use the exact same words and just swap what's on the back end, the back side of but... And get an entirely different meaning. You're driving me crazy. But I love you. No, you really make me mad. But I'm sorry about those things that I said. It's a totally different tone. Because what matters is the final word. Just a little, a little free bit of marital advice for you. It comes <laughs> with this sermon. In our passage from Romans... The Apostle Paul is beginning to talk about the fruits of justification by faith. And if that sounds a little churchy, uh, it's just really the good news that in his great love, God has orchestrated for us who are fallen and rebellious, who are worn out and broken, who are ambitious and frustrated, who are stressed out type A's or self-righteous type Bs, that all of us now are maybe freely and eternally right with him through the saving and redeeming life death and resurrection of his son Jesus and that saving work of Jesus may be ours not by meeting him halfway but but simply by faith which actually faith is also a gift from him we are made right by God simply by believing That He has made us right with Himself through Jesus. And Paul tells us some amazing things that happen because of our justification by faith. He says we have peace with God. We have access to God. We have joy knowing that heaven is coming. And he says that because we are justified by faith, we even can have joy in the midst of suffering. Because God works in us through the Holy Spirit in the midst of suffering To produce faith. Now there's no buts about any of those things. You can take every one of them uh, to the bank. But then what's so interesting, so telling about this passage, is that even despite, or in the midst of those things, he goes right back to the gospel message. And Paul can't help but say it over and over again, right back to articulate once again how we are justified by faith. He says, "While while we were still weak... And the word there uh, means feeble or frail. Or as our colleague today says, uh, that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves. While we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Now think about that. The right time for Christ to die was while we were still weak. Not once we'd gotten our act together. Not once we'd shown a little commitment or initiative, but while we were still weak. And even more amazing than that, friends, is that Christ died for the ungodly. That God died for those who are absolutely unlike himself. The author of life chose death for himself. So that those who are dead in their trespasses may be alive in Him. And you can just hear Paul just sort of stop and faint to himself in glory and wonder at the, at the simultaneous craziness and, and goodness of the gospel. Like that, just, that just doesn't happen that Christ would die for the ungodly. That Jesus Christ, the author of life... The one through whom all of creation was made, by whom all things hold together, the sole satisfier of the law and the very definition of goodness. That He would willingly and freely give His life for people who wouldn't dare do the same for Him. For the very ones who wanted Him dead. For those who who would rather that he not be in control of their lives, for the very opposite of his goodness, for you and for me? Paul says, "I mean, think think how how extreme." How incredibly rare it, it must be even to conceive of someone volunteering to die in the place of a good person. A respectable person. Someone who would dare to do the same for them. But. And here it is. The final word. The word that matters. But God Shows that's present tense, God shows His love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We are the ungodly for whom Christ died. And God's present demonstration of His love, God shows now His love, His here and now declaration over us is that Christ died for us. Look at the woman at the well in our gospel passage. She was theologically confused at best. She was a woman who was all too familiar with heartbreak and probably abuse. A woman who was looking for love in all the wrong places. A woman who probably hadn't set foot in church in quite a while. A woman who was emotionally worn and spiritually parched. But she met Jesus. Jesus. And she received the the living water of life that he had offered to her. She used to justify herself by her um, alliance to the men that, that that she went with. But, no more. No more. Now she was justified by faith in Jesus Christ, who at just the right time would die for the ungodly. So what about you? What is the final word that comes after the but in your life? Sure, I go to church, but I have terrible anxiety about work. Sure, I'm in a small group, but I've got a secret that I could never tell. Sure, we may look good on the outside, but actually our family is a a wreck. Whatever it is for you, those things, those those qualifying final words can hang over us like dark clouds of condemnation. There's one preacher, I'll put it, justification is the very opposite of condemnation. We're all, in one way or another, the woman at the well. But God shows his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ die for us. We've all got places that the Holy Spirit uh, needs to bring healing and wholeness or we need for Him to do that. But if we are in Christ, it is His final word uh, over us that prevails, it is finished. It is incredibly rare that anybody would die for anybody else. But God shows his love to us in this. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen.